0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Optional Opinion. I'm your host, Eddie V. Thank you guys for joining me. It is the third and final week of the beauty of video games. This week, we are talking about the beauty of arcades. And joining me, back from unknown territory of podcasting, Mr. Josh Brent. Hello, good Raise sir. Raise
1: me ba- hello. Raise me back from the dead. Thank you, good sir. Yes.
0: <laughs> How got- are you today? I'm doing good. If you guys have not noticed Josh Brent, he gave actually the eulogy of last year the video video game. So he's has returning. Uh I don't know if we well we were supposed to do one game and I gotta think of the game that we were supposed to do. Isn't it Resident Evil seven? I think was so. That it? No. It was a different Playstation game.
1: <laughs> I can't remember there I remember we had a discussion we like we could talk about this game this game Yes, there was just a bunch of games that we just wanted to go through. Yes. Oh, uh, I can't remember. <laughs>
0: Josh Brent is like the well-known PlayStation person for podcasting. Like when I need him uh, cuz me and my good friend Jesse White we're supposed to be talking about uh uh Hellblade later on um okay. this year. But um oh man, I'd love to talk about that that game. Ah. Can, oh. I, can
1: I just Can I just get off the topic here for a little go bit ahead, to say ahead. how I think this might be the best year of entertainment ever, like, yes. from movies to video games to music. Like, I every week I'm finding something else I love. And Hellblade's, like, the most recent, even though it came out a few weeks ago. But, mm. man, it's just like game after game after game. I can't keep up with this stuff
0: <laughs> I, when i come back from vacation Literally. i am picking up hellblade because i haven't i haven't got a chance to pick it oh up my yet. my gosh man it's
1: so good <laughs> can i tell you
0: in the running it looks like for anything playstation wise it's gonna be horizon and hellblade for me personally like i i played near automata i'm on the Boy's story and I still st- need to play that. <laughs> yeah, and see, I it's a good game, but I took it out my game of the year. I literally just like, you know, I understand what it is and what it's going for, but I wouldn't consider this game of the year material. Like it's it's a great game. It's it's above Mass Effect, way above that. <laughs> um, but like yeah. if I it if I sense. had to do like top games for PlayStation for, uh, Horizon uh hellblade near automata would be on there. persona five um, persona five yeah uh, i want to play the uncharted i got to get that one um and yep and um uh, probably some other third party stuff but like i still need to pick up neck too i want to play that and give it a go and see how it is <laughs> yeah yeah then- spread the
1: neck love
0: yeah and i I wish secret of mana for ps4 was out i would have thrown that um yakuza yakuza 0 and Kiwami, oh, i want to play that gravity rush 2 has been getting was great yes i heard a lot of great things about that uh and of course final fantasy 12 which i still gotta buy 9 sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah 9 just came out yeah, yeah. that's true so, uh, yeah, Josh Brent, he, I'll have you, I'll have you back on for PlayStation. I'm still waiting for you to come with a topic that you want to talk about. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh man, there's I can just talk about almost anything. So <laughs> we can talk about SNES Classic that's about to come out. Uh, I mean, yes, <laughs> and we didn't. Get- uh, I can't. I actually was able to pick up one of those things, which I'm so surprised about. <laughs> uh, I never am the lucky one to get there in time, but. <laughs> have one pre ordered, so
0: Well, probably by the time you guys hear this so or why you listen it now, um, I'll be in Ohio with Corey, uh, Derek getting one. Uh, at a store, awesome. so uh, hopefully, we are able to achieve that. I don't know, but we're gonna do our best to get one because, yeah, I'll have to wait till I come home to actually get one. But, <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk about some beauty of arcade, games I am an arcade, oh, jackie. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally grew up in arcade along with the uh, NES and uh, Sega Master System days, even the Super Nintendo Genesis, like the 80s and 90s. Arcade was like my life. Um, it was In like doubt. almost every Saturday or anytime I go to the mall uh, with my mom just to get away. You know, good and well that I would I will always try to just look at her, look outside the mall, and just be like, just that dollar, just that good old dollar. Yeah, <laughs> a justice. dollar could go a long way back then. Yes, uh, <laughs> but um, uh, Josh, um, let us know how did you get into arcade? So, what do you think is the beauty of arcade? Okay,
1: so basically I never grew up with a regular Nintendo system like we had an Atari. But if you wanted to play anything of significance, you had to go to an arcade Mm -hmm. because at the time those were the best looking games you could play. You had to go out like it wasn't like the picture by picture quality you get now. Um, actually, the systems play better than the arcade games for the most part. But yeah, I I remember going to the mall, like you said, Chuck E. Cheese's. Yes. Um, I never played like the, you know, tried to get the tickets or whatever. I just try, I just play the arcade games because that's what I love to do. Um, go into the skate rink. Um, I remember Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was always all over that at the skating rink. X Men was there, and those two, I just. <laughs>
0: Play yeah. copious
1: amounts of instead of skating, which I probably should have been doing, um, trying to pick up girls or something. But I, 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 I just wanted to play the arcade games. <laughs> I can't so, skate at all. Yeah,
0: so I, <laughs> um, it, it's weird. My 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 arcade was at the mall, and then uh, Pizza Hut had the uh, versus Nintendo oh, yeah. games. So, That's right. Yeah, so I would play Double Dragon. uh on there or contra, uh, for mine had cent. the Adams family. <laughs> really? Yeah,
1: <laughs> it was like the SNES port of it on um an arcade machine, or maybe the arcade machine came before the SNES, but I don't know. They <laughs> they yeah. always had it. It was a Noble Romans Pizza. They always had that, and I would always play it for some reason. <laughs>
0: uh, did, did they also have like a pinball or like a toy machine? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. They had um. Oh, what was it? Have some star trek like generic <laughs> space uh-huh. pinball machine, but <laughs> yeah that, that, that's pinball machines man are another thing that are just uh, so great, like you can't get that authenticity with <laughs> regular games anymore
0: they but. they have a, a pinball expo in my area, like twenty minutes from my house uh they do it almost every october and on a Friday, you could play uh, unlimited pinball for like ten dollars.
1: Oh man, that's amazing! <laughs> yeah,
0: and that's actually fair. that's how I found about the Pac-Man pinball. And uh, I don't know if you heard about this one. Um, no. So you're playing pinball on a Pac-Man like board on a uh, Pac-Man board. And the ball could go into a spot and it jumps to the arcade version of Miss Pac Man. So you're <laughs> Dude, so awesome. when you do that, you're jumping on doing the controllers trying to get all the Pac Man and you rake up rack up points and everything and when you die or you finish the board, the ball comes back and you go back <laughs> to playing pinball. I thought that was so Amazing. cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, I need to see. I need to look that up now. That, that sounds amazing.
0: Yeah, I never knew anything. I'm like, what in the world is this? I'm like, wow. Yeah, someone had brought it. Um, I think it was Midway, or it might be Bailey's, I think. Because mm-hmm. uh, I know those were kind of like the two big kind of pinball uh, companies uh, in our area, in the Chicago area.
1: Yeah, yeah. So. You just don't see pinball machines anymore. Like, there's this ice cream shop that's like 15 minutes away from where I live where they have feature like a ton of pinball machines Uh and I was like showing my son this and he was like what is this (laughs) like he's so (laughs) used to video games now he's just like this this is how it used to be done child I think (laughs) I mean this is our form of entertainment maybe my dad was more into pinball machines but (laughs) he was like the pinball wizard but
0: yeah pinball was the pinball was part of the arcade scene uh yep. but it, it was weird though because the all the arcades were uh and I don't know if this is the same setup for you, so the popular arcades were in the front, pinball was in the back, but then they have another room for the odd Japanese games that you never <laughs> heard of. And they weren't bad games, but they were like the cheap 25-sit games. Like, the ones that came in, you tried them out, and then you were able, they were, like, gone the following week. Um, yeah, and it was they,
1: like w- some weird experimental stuff was there, like...
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and the weird thing about it is just that you go in, you look for those games, and they're gone, and you'd be like, okay, definitely for me, I'm like, okay, I'll see them in Electronic Gaming Monthly, and they'll be coming to the NES. Never appear. I'm like, wow! Like literally, it's
1: wow. gone like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, just, just the beauty of our case is definitely going in there. And uh, depending on where you go to, because mine was Aladdin castles. Uh, mm-hmm. So I had the to, the octagon token with the genie lamp in it. <laughs> That's how it used to be done, huh? <laughs> yes. Um, because it was it was between quarters or it was between tokens, um, yeah.
1: Like I- Chuck E. Cheese, had it you had to use tokens. I remember a lot for that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and um, like you said, like you said. Um, but it's sort of nice to see the the like the arcade scene is sort of like coming back in a way in some weird way, like a retro scene. Because mm-hmm. there's a bunch of barcades now. There's one in downtown Cincinnati, Eight Bit. That's really awesome because it features like a whole range of eras of arcade cabinets that you can play from like super mario or mario brothers the yes. original to donkey kong to the simpsons like it just runs the whole gamut like the area 51 shooter
0: uh, the yeah.
1: a- um aerosmith what is that called shooter where you like fling out cds x, at-
0: uh x something <laughs> uh yeah Oh man!
1: That, yeah, I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, I forget about. what it's called, but it, it's hilarious. So it's so cheesy and great. But, uh, yep, it's great to see that renaissance of arcade games coming back because there's just something special about playing in an actual cabinet with your friends versus just being at home.
0: Yeah, there was there there was something about the arcade where the Japanese market dominated. Like, if you yeah,
1: it still does in a lot of ways well, over yeah. there.
0: I think because the only uh, company I think Midway was like the only American company, Midway and Atari, in a sense, mm-hmm. were like the only like kind of American arcades that was in um, in bars or just like an arcade at a, or at, even at a gas station or like like you said, Chuck E. Cheese, um, yeah. Like, um, what is the be- the beer one that you throw down and they <sighs> catch it? Uh, but they made a root beer for the kids.
1: It um, was, uh, they have it at the barcade I was at. Um, Tapper's? Tapper, or... yeah. Yeah, that's... Because
0: the... That's on, um,
1: Wreck-It Ralph. Like, yes. that movie's awesome if you want to see a lot of retro-inspired <laughs> arcade Cats. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: because Tapper had Budweiser on it. In the yeah. Game. And then, when it came to, like, kids, they had to make it, like, uh... Root beer. They had to make it safe. Like, oh, of
1: course, yeah. Can't um, have that beer going down.
0: But you, Children's uh, bullets. But you had games like Burger Time. Uh, that came. Uh, Tempest. Um, mm-hmm. Galaga. Galaga. Yes.
1: That's a oh yeah. Asteroid. We um at the ice cream place. They have asteroids there. Like Ooh. a very. Basic version of it. That's just the white, just black and white, which is really cool to see. Like, I I thought that was only on Atari, but yeah, it's yeah. It's it's pretty awesome to see the growth. Like, um, what's that one? Time Crisis.
0: Time Crisis. Yeah. As
1: far as like light gun shooters, that one's probably the my favorite because the element of getting behind cover and then pushing the trigger to come up and then shooting. Yeah, that, that's a great game.
0: Yes, yes. Time Crisis is hard though. That and uh, um, House of the Dead. House of the Dead. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, House of the Dead games. Yep.
0: Like, uh, well, we'll get into like shooters uh, a little bit later because um, <laughs> okay. with arcade, the main goal was not trying to beat it, but if you could, you had to try to get it on the highest score mm-hmm. uh, because. That famous continue screen or insert coin was the thing that you was always going to be guaranteed to see when you walk into an arcade, someone just got off, so you could continue where they left off, or you could (laughs) hit the button, make it go to zero, or start it by yourself. Uh, like right, the
1: earliest version of microtransactions <laughs> before yes. there were actually
0: microtransactions. <laughs> yes. And, and actually we're going to talk about that because uh Double Dragon 3, I think was mm. the first kind of microtransactions uh that that is equivalent to today. Because you remember I don't know if you played Double Dragon 3 in an arcade, but when you go into going to the store and you're trying to buy something you have to put coins <laughs> in to buy it
1: actual you had to put in actual coins to buy it yes i didn't know that yeah i've never played double dragon 3 in the arcade but that man that's crazy yep. <laughs> and you thought you think it's only just a death thing but man that takes it to a whole nother level
0: yeah um because if you want an extra man you would have to put like you know extra tokens oh, extra that, coins in so Buy health
1: and stuff yeah,
0: yeah. and that's understandable. Yeah, but. With, like, even with Turtles and Double Dragon, you would get uh, you would get uh, your character who has one life, and then when he dies, it'll say zero. So when you die again, that's game over. So if you want more, man. you have to put more tokens in. Uh, because when you reach uh, different score points, uh, at the arcade, they didn't give you a uh, they didn't give you an extra man. You had to pay for that. Uh, so you literally had to do your best <laughs> to survive about 7 to 10 levels of a game.
1: Again, it's a uh, portrayal of how you, <laughs> yeah, you have to pay this much right now or else you'll just not be able to finish it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that was just, that was so crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Josh, what was, like, your first arcade game in it?
1: My first arcade, I would say I really got into it when I was, like, 9 or 10 years old. Because then you had, like I said, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the mm-hmm. original. Um, side-scrolling up That was always one. Like, I probably, at a time, would put $20 of coins just to get to the end of, like, this 45-minute experience, you know? Wow. That, yeah, I mean... It, you, you got to think about all the quarters you put in because the games that back then are designed to make you put in more money, like the Simpsons or X-Men, um, any of those type of titles, shooters, like, like I said, Galaga, mm-hmm. um, you know, asteroids, just any of those types of games, they're designed to make you pay more. And like you said, chasing high scores, like seeing your initials at the, the top of a leaderboard yes you had like rain over that machine like it was a big deal to be at the top (laughs) ranked up there because then you're like okay no one's ever going to beat this then you come back next week and of course someone or a few people have (laughs) beaten your scores they're like oh crap (laughs) i gotta earn this back again and so that was always a yeah fun adventure but
0: yeah and it's and it's weird because the genres in our case were beat-em-ups uh, fighting games uh arcade sports games uh
1: yeah that's true like uh they had nba jam yes. where I at? yeah where
0: was that? yeah yeah nba jam and then they had like arch rivals and run the gun they had like uh mm-hmm. outrun um uh,
1: uh, like you said the fighting games yeah that that was a big thing there i i didn't i wasn't I've never been much of a fighting game fan, mm-hmm. but, like you said, you see a Street Fighter Two cap. There were always people crowded around that, Yes. or Mortal Kombat, like yes. you said it's <laughs> those two games that you could just guarantee you wouldn't be able to get into for a while,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there was that's why the power of the token was like real with Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter because you would see someone place a token. Right on top of it and wait, they turn. So, whoever lost, you took their spot. Uh, and you some people
1: would just place all their quarters up there and say, You're not getting in until all these quarters are gone. Yes, (laughs) yeah, and I was like, Oh man, come on, dude.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and it it was weird because that was the only way to play that game was at the Mm arcade with Street Street Fighter 2 was at the because I've never seen Street Fighter 1. And I didn't I didn't realize it until I went to like Kentucky in like 1992. They had a regular Street Fighter cabinet, and I'm like, "What is this? I thought Street Fighter 2 was like the first game." I, I I I didn't understand how sequels work at the time. I was a young kid. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, when I played it, I was just like, "This is terrible!" <laughs> like you couldn't <laughs> pull out the special moves or nothing. Um, no. But then when I when I I actually learned Street Fighter two on my SNES, and then I took that skill to the arcade.
1: <laughs> let me let unleash your skills on these
0: <laughs> people. Yes, <laughs> um, but uh, Josh, what do you think of the power of the token or the power of the quarter? Like how how much power do you think that held in the arcade?
1: Well since it's is your only way to play it held a pretty significant power there um, like I said you only had you could only play as much as your parents usually would let you at that mm-hmm. point in the game so it was very valuable to play the games that you wanted to play and if you <laughs> like taking the chance of playing something else meant that you're using your money for something you may not like mm-hmm. and not Like I love the Simpsons arcade game back in the day. I'd always play that, but it took away from that time with other systems you love. So, yeah, um, like you said, prices have escalated now. Like they're usually fifty cents now, but you could sometimes get arcade cabinets that would take like a nickel dime. Yeah, (laughs) there were a few, but um, usually they were the less. (laughs) the game, non-popular games, so.
0: Yeah. I've, uh, we had uh, a quarter or 50 cent like, uh, back in our day, so you had, like you said, you had to kind of budget, because, um, when my mom gave me my dollar or gave me a dollar, I had to I had to think, I'm like, do I play three arcade games? Do I play two 50 cent arcade games? Or do I play uh four cent games or you know because yeah. sometimes i would literally just wait around because sometimes people kids uh their parents would call them and the kids are playing it and they would leave so the game is just still going yeah. so that that was free play oh yeah me. there were
1: sometimes credits still left in like you would like you go around trying to find those games or even look in the coin dispensers because yes. sometimes you'd be lucky <laughs> yes. to find like a few cents and they're like yes But yeah, like like you said, it was important to manage your budget because you could play, like you could either play one match of like, there was that, um, what was it? Jurassic park game that had like a big Jeep that you could get into as like a shooter, but it cost everything you had, or you could play it a couple rounds of something else. So you had to (laughs) make sure that your, your scent went where you wanted it to go.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, now, uh, for a lot of arcades, Konami, Capcom, Data East, uh, Tecmo, um, Nelco, uh, at that time it was just called Nelco. Like, those were the five that um, made a lot of arcade games. Uh, even Nelco ended up having their own arcade system. Uh, EA actually, uh, oh, Midway, EA, Atari, because EA did um, uh, um, the Frogs. Uh, where's game, <laughs> uh, Battletoads.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah,
0: <laughs> EA produces uh, produce Battletoads, where Midway and Nintendo uh published Where's Killer Instinct. At that yeah, time. that's right, Killer Instinct. Um, yeah, and it was very weird because I'm just like, how did EA get the rights to do this? Like, do this game? And if <laughs> anyone who has an Xbox One, uh, you get the rare replay, you get to play that arcade game. Um, okay
1: i'm because i remember the what was it was it super nes or nes version nes yeah
0: that that one was not very good <laughs> oh no battle of yeah. toes is, is, is difficult uh yeah. the super nintendo was uh battle of Tools versus double dragon
1: yeah, that's it. That wow. was a fun game, actually.
0: It was good, uh, but it was, <laughs> <Yeah. still hard. laughs> was, yeah,
1: it was still hard. That one was, yeah, it's still hard, but <laughs> a I'm, little more forgiving.
0: I, I cheated with a game genie, so I'm just going to say that. For oh, the battle you're one of those Rangers guys. guys. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but then you had, just like other Japanese developers who uh, did something, uh, and they, like Jalico, they did are uh, some arcade games. Uh, Irem. <laughs> They did like uh Vigilante, um, which actually came to the Turbo sixteen. Uh, was it was one of my first like games that I actually bought by myself. Uh it was like twenty bucks on, on Turbo Graphic Sixteen. I was just <laughs> like, Oh wow. So yeah. Um, but yeah, did we have mostly a lot of Japanese developers, a lot of Western developers were just like I said, Atari and Midway. Um Midway did some did like Smash T V, um NARC, they did. Um, and right. then they also did some like um, some pinball games. But their biggest game that Midway was known for was Mortal Kombat. And right. uh, this is getting kind of to the debate of Street Fighter 2 versus Mortal Kombat. Because Mortal Kombat uh, was like a violent game. You get to do fatalities on your characters. Uh, it was the kind of the first digitized uh, fighting game that used real life actors because uh pit not pitfall uh pit fighter from Atari had that pixelated 16bit one but I don't think that mm-hmm. was like really uh, Uh, digitized actors and it cut into capcom's uh, finance with street fighter because they even had super street fighter and super street fighter 2 turbo so you had these this 2d versus digitized and people were picking more the violence over the technical skill uh because uh as basic as mortal Kombat is uh at that time it it held more weight than uh uh, the Street Fighter because of the fatalities. Um, did, Were you allowed to play Mortal Kombat uh, in Arcade? No,
1: but while I couldn't ever play that at home on the Genesis, I would go to the Arcade and play it there because <laughs> your parents wouldn't know about that. Right. <laughs> so that's that's the only way I could ever play it was actually at an Arcade cabinet. And you're right, like all the hype was built around the violence in the game because the Super Nintendo version, it cut out all the blood, and then the Genesis, I think, was even more scaled back, too, than what the arcade cabinet is. The so ge- if you wanted to get the full experience, you had to go to the arcade cabinet to see all the blood and fatalities and all that.
0: Yeah, The Genesis so. had a code you had to put in.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. but yeah. not everybody... Back then, it was harder to get codes. <laughs> <laughs> but usually, I have friends that knew, but...
0: Yeah, yeah, but the, the arcade one, yeah, that one was... it. The blood, blood looked funny. Like it didn't really look like blood on how red it was. Like and did, I was just like, yeah. yeah, it.
1: They they went over the top. <laughs> they just they just said, "Hey, look at this game. It's awesome because there's blood everywhere."
0: <laughs> right, and like even the fatalities didn't even like they looked it okay, but everybody was like, "If you weren't picking Sub Zero, you was picking Scorpion." Mm-hmm. Like, Get who over here? Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and that's probably the most iconic saying of a video game hiss of video games yeah. like Mario of course you have like uh Mario doing his woohoo or Super Mario Brothers Ooh. yeah yep. you know or you know Mario just saying something in general but uh get over here was <laughs> like the it, it was you gotta say, like
1: get over here get over get here over. there we go <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it was that's... like yeah, it was like Ryu's Hadouken. You know. Yeah. Hadouken? Know, yeah. And. Uh, every, I don't know if people did the motion for it to get over here, but I know when you hear the saying, you can envision what is being done. With the Hadouken, right. everybody was putting their hands together and, like, throwing a fireball. Yep. So,
1: <laughs> but um, That's it.
0: Yeah, but see, like, Mortal Kombat kind of spent off a lot of games. So. Uh, like Stormblood, right. um, Time Killers, uh, just like some really bad, cheap, <laughs> like violent games. Uh, yeah. one that never came out, but you could, I think you can find an emulator on it. Uh, or not find an emulator, I should say. Was called right. Tattoo Assassins.
1: <laughs> I think I remember that one. Yeah, it was by
0: Data East, and. They said yeah. they, they said a trial version came out, but it never came to arcades. And I remember seeing it in EGM, like they did a whole feature on this stuff. But I just never seen it in person. Um, yeah. There's video of it on YouTube. I looked at that game, and it is
1: poor. <laughs> like, just downright poor. Like yeah,
0: yeah. Like, it was. It's just bad. Um, even Clay Fighter kind of mocked it <laughs> when it came to N64. That was. Like back in the day Nintendo. you would
1: think yeah. it's like the most awesome thing, but now you put it's less like so crappy, <laughs> yes. and that's sort of like like everybody wanted to play Mortal Kombat, but now when you think about it, Street Fighter 2 just mops the floor <laughs> with it as far as mechanics go
0: yeah it is very weird because Street Fighter is still around over more I mean Mortal Kombat yeah it has Mortal Kombat X but
1: which the fighting has become better <laughs> with X, yeah,
0: yeah, but I think Street Fighter is still the only game between those two that that are used in tournaments, like evil yeah. and stuff. Like Street Fighter still has a big following. So even though it was, well, it had that financial hurt um, in the in like between those two. I think Mortal Kombat really hurt itself after three, like when they tried mm-hmm. to do it like in three D, um, and then when they just stopped making it in arcades. Like, and putting it on console, it didn't do well. Like, who right. remembers Mortal Kombat 5 and Armageddon? And uh, who remembers the beat em up games like uh, Mortal Kombat Origins, or <laughs> Sub Zero? Like, yeah, the Kung, the, uh, Kung Lao and. Um, they tried to
1: make more of a story based off of it. Yeah. And it just doesn't work. Like, you just need the cheese factor, like with the movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's and- when it's at its best.
0: And I think the only bad Street Fighter game that that came out was uh, Street Fighter the movie, the game.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it was basically like Mortal Kombat using real, <laughs> yeah, people in it. So
0: it didn't put in jean Claude Van Damme or the actors like over it, just like uh, <laughs> just
1: like generic guys, yeah, guys and women. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, had you ever partnered up with like? three other players to do a beat-em-up game like a four-player beat-em-up
1: oh yeah like um i was actually at the barcade like a month ago we played gauntlet together mm-hmm. like that was always one that you gather around um as far as beat 'em ups go like <laughs> you couldn't go wrong with the simpsons or yes. x-men or you know uh what's the other one can't think of it right now but yeah there, i mean there were so many good beat 'em ups like you said double dragon i played the original on there yeah, I did um not really it's not really a beat 'em up but smash tv that was like the ultimate shooter <laughs> yes. co-op shooter back then on the arcade and yeah i mean uh, yeah that I, that's I, uh, that's what's great about arcade games because like you said it's your four four people there right there at the yes. cabinet playing together
0: and each character has different attributes. So um, yeah. for all you younger uh, listeners who are listening, think of Castle Crashers. Yeah. In, in a sense. So. Or
1: even Scott Pilgrim, even though that's not available anymore, which it should be.
0: That's <laughs> For the
1: PS3. It? Yeah, they pulled it off some licensing issue. Cause that is a really good beat 'em up game.
0: <laughs> yes. I have it on my PS three stick. Yeah,
1: I do too. Luckily I had it before it was pulled off, but. <laughs>
0: oh, wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, I, I, I'd have to fact check specifically, but I believe you can't buy it anymore, which is crazy to <sighs> me. Like that's, and that's what they did with, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and time. Yeah. Like you can't buy that. I wish I would have bought that cuz that's one I don't have. I have the Simpsons on my PS3 and X-Men. But that but, um, the, they t-
0: that one was the Ubisoft. was that the Ubisoft remake one?
1: The for X-Men?
0: No, for Turtles in Time.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I think it okay. was. Which it still was basically the same game, but the original is still the best by far. <laughs> like if you have a chance to play it, it's just a good hour of awesome, <laughs>
0: of oh, awesome fighting. Up.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, uh, let me ask you: like, did like how many arcade games did you just play? Uh,
1: like, can that be at an actual arcade yeah. or actual arcade? <laughs> or, okay.
0: or, or even if you played it on PS3, like, it, what any version of an arcade game that you play? All, all, okay, all, it's all open
1: yeah um just for nostalgia reasons and um my son and i would play i wish wanted to play through the simpsons with them so we did that <laughs> even though he doesn't watch the show like uh-huh. i didn't watch the show back then but i love the arcade game <laughs> so we played that um like smash tv we played that before recently we played like x-men on the ps3 like just simple games that you can play, like these side scrolling beat em ups that are just great to play. Like um Miss Pac Man. Uh-huh. Yeah. That I mean that's a cl- that's one of the best arcade games you could ever play. Um the, at our barcade they actually have a neat day where they don't really serve alcohol, so you can bring your kids in to and th- all the games are free as long as you purchase a drink or something. Yeah. And yeah, I mean they had like, you know, like I said, Donkey Kong, Miss Pac Man tapper space invaders um NBA jam um even dance dance revolution that's that's one that <laughs>
0: that is I haven't a hit on one. but
1: oh my gosh man that i I I used to have the pad in my room but when you go to the arcade and they have those two big metal yeah <laughs> pads side by side the watching some of the people go off on that like a um kings island or some you know a festival music park or something uh, oh man it was amazing <laughs> and i actually got pretty good at it i was never near as good as some people but yeah you could actually flaunt your skills there amaze people which is pretty awesome and
0: and this is no disrespect to anybody uh so please don't take this be, as any offense <laughs> some of the bigger people heavy set people no, mm. every move to all the music, and you would just see their body move with the quickness. And, <laughs> like they were playing it hard. It was possible. <laughs> yeah, and and there's, I mean, and like I said, nothing against them or anything. I was just like, any time people who played DDR was really like of, don't want to say overweight, but like really big people playing that game. And their yeah. body was just like it it was moving in a motion that you you couldn't understand. Like it was like they knew It wasn't
1: really dancing, it was more just like they knew where to step and like yeah. <laughs> to contort their bodies to where they needed to step.
0: And the yeah, time it like saying. and like hold hold it like they would just like hold stuff, drink a b drink something, eat a burrito and then go back to dancing. It's just like yeah. how the heck <laughs> do you do that? Like <laughs> Yeah, like I
1: said, if you could, if you were lucky enough to get there with like some, like an Asian person that mm-hmm. you know plays it like nonstop and is doing like flips and stuff, because I was there when someone was doing that. It was, it was the most amazing thing I think I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> and they wouldn't miss a beat either while actually it looked like them dancing, which is cool. Exactly. So, um,
0: yeah. An, another one uh, is uh, Neo Geo. So. Uh, when Neo yeah. Geo came or SNK at that time because SNK was around on NES but they didn't have their own uh, arcade boards just yet um, Neo Geo were like 16-bit arcade games that f- you, if you bought the system which was $600 and the game was like 200 um, you were able to take that game or memory card or something you were able to take it to an arcade and play it on the Neo Geo, uh, it was just like you shall say, but with Neo Geo, you would pay a quarter and you got a chance to select four games. Some of the cabinets would be all fighters, some of them would be action adventure. Um, if anyone who owns a Switch and a PlayStation uh, right now, PlayStation Four, uh, the Neo Geo Classics are available. Yeah. So those That's games true. are the arcade version uh, that you're playing, and people might m- might recognize like Metal Slug. Um uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, spin masters were, was my game also. Uh, with the two cowboys with the yo-yo. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> uh, uh, everybody should know. Uh, Fiddle Furry, uh, kind of started off the fighting craze for uh, um, Neo Geo, and what separated them yeah. from Street Fighter and from Mortal Kombat. Was that you had three you had three perspectives to be at or like three kind of landers like so you'll be in the foreground you'll be in the middle section or you go roll to the background so you had like oh, kind of okay. those three levels um uh, and if huh. yeah and if your energy was uh was shining red you would be able to do a special move if you were able to find it
1: yeah uh, okay oh, like guys. you said it, it was like a whole different area like virtual fighter you had the two D 2D... Fighters and yes. then like virtual fighter, like 3D that which was the big thing at the time. Maybe it wasn't the best fighting game, but you know it looked cool just playing in 3D. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when you weren't able to do that in a, on a console at the time.
0: Right, because retro fighter started off with the 3D fighters, and then Tekken came, and then yeah. at the time it was Soul Edge, um and then they changed to the right. Soul Calibur Soul Caliber, Soul uh, Caliber. Mm-hmm. after that. um and I think there's a story about that. Why did it change the Soul Edge to Soul Calibur? Um, Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, and then Dead or Alive came. So, Dead or Alive is by Techno. The Soul games are by Nelco, And Virtual Fighter is by Sega. Um, mm-hmm. And it didn't come into almost a PlayStation area where you got things like Toshinden and uh, Bloody, not Bloody Wolf. um... Uh, what is the Animal Fighter one?
1: Uh, oh man, you got me.
0: <laughs> uh, there was a there was a 3D fire that you was a human and then you were able to transform into an animal. Um uh,
1: uh, Is that Oh, that's um uh I know what you're talking about. Uh are you thinking of not not Golden Axe? No. <laughs> it's something like that but only 2D. Oh, yeah, crap. <laughs> It'll so. come to me. <laughs> so yeah, One it's
0: it's days. bloody something. I always uh talk about this game, because Bloody Wolf was on uh Yeah. Uh wait, is it Bloody Wolf?
1: It's not I don't think it's Bloody Wolf. It's um I it's right there. I know what you're talking about 'cause yeah, yeah, you, you get the game the power up orbs that turn you into a beast as you play through. And um
0: fact check for me. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, nice um, I, I didn't. I didn't really do like R type or Gradius or like Pir- uh Peronis never came to America. But I never did the shoot 'em up games, like the spaceship shooting up games.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing I didn't do much of. Oh, you're thinking of Altered Beast, aren't you? No, it is was that, that it? Mm-mm. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was the one. But anyway, like you said. Are there any arcade games that you really didn't care to play? Specifically, like, I didn't care for racing games that much, even though it was sort of cool to be, like, on a motorcycle-like thing or a jet ski, like, or having the steering wheel and driving. Because you could set whether it's a manual or automatic. And, like, I think I was scarred when I was earlier because I put it on um, manual and then, like, I couldn't control this car and this kid came by and he's like, man, you don't know what you're doing. And then, ever since then, I was scarred on driving games at the arcade. Bloody war.
0: <laughs> That's what it was.
1: It was bloody Roar, okay. Yeah. I don't remember that one, but...
0: Yeah. Uh, a game that I didn't care for really was like sports games. I didn't care, like, Arch Rival. Like, I played NBA Gym, yeah, because that was, like, really cartoony, but, like, some of the baseball games and some of, uh, some of, like, yeah, I don't know, like, the, the soccer, there was a soccer game, like, the golf games that was in there. Because
1: I guess, well, you, where you had, like, the ball, you'd have to, like, roll it. Yeah. <laughs> like, get a good swing or, or even, for, like, bowling, just,
0: yeah, like yeah. like gold tea, golden tea. I think is is that. I'm like, Ugh, I this is an old man sport. Like I don't play that.
1: You don't want to come to the arcade to play sports games. You want to <laughs> live in <laughs> an alternate reality,
0: right? We really don't want to play the sports games or the consoles that we have now. Within. Yeah, <laughs> like it. Like the sports games that you were going to be guaranteed to play were going to be double dribble. Or Tech Mobile, yeah. Tech Mobile was a
1: big one, yeah. That and like I said, NBA Jam. I always yes. saw that arcade cabinet everywhere. <laughs> Even though I like playing on the Genesis, I was all over that on there. But
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, NFL Blitz, I played. Uh, yeah, but I arcade
1: sports titles were okay. Yeah.
0: But um, like racing games, I I'm I'm a not a bad driver, but those <laughs> games are at their attention is for you to fail because every yeah. time i try to like drive i'm like i don't I, I know how to drive but this is not driving right like
1: doesn't want to do what i want to do
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> like uh cruising usa oh. that was a big one at the arcade and that that car controlled like crap like <laughs>
0: yeah. it
1: would crash you on purpose i I'm still convinced like something was broken <laughs> in that arcade cabinet,
0: yes, that one, so uh, but yeah, like during the nineties, as time went on, I think once PlayStation arrived, it seems that the arcade kind of died out, um, but like you said, you got like a barcade, we got a place called Galloping Ghosts, where uh. You pay like twenty dollars and you get to play arcades uh, all day long for free. Mm-hmm. And there's like Neo Geo games. There's some Japanese ones. A lot of old school fighters. Uh, they're the ones that got Primal Rage too. That never came out. Uh, but um, uh, Primal Rage that w- that game that was Atari's first arcade fighter with the dinosaurs. Yeah. And that looked like garbage. <laughs> it did. So I just
1: remember you could stomp on all the people running around, like the cavemen yes. people. <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, it, it was It was not a good game, but it had great graphics for the time. I remember that. Being like, whoa, this looks so cool. And then <laughs> playing it and be like, nope. <laughs> this is not fun.
0: Now, there is... I, I cannot get, find out the Japanese game or the American name of it, but there is a game where... Uh, and it came out. To, it came to America, but under a different name. It's a butt and some jeans, and you have a hand with a uh, pointed thing, and you have to ram the finger into the butt as the hardest. What? And it, <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, what kind of arcade
1: are you playing at?
0: No, this was in AGM. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah, I th- my parents would have a problem with me playing a game where you're a butt trying to stick a finger in it. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be allowed here.
0: <laughs> okay, so it, it's called Boinga Boinga, uh, Boinga but Boinga. it's called uh, Boinga Boinga Spank. That's why it had to be a Japanese game. Yeah, it was a Japanese game, and then they yeah. changed the name when it came to America. But oh, okay. uh I, I don't know where you could find it or anything. Uh but yeah, it's a big finger like in the fist with a uh <laughs> with a finger pointed out. And oh. you just had to gem it to the plastic butt and you would see a character's face react and it would tell you how hard you put the you ran the finger <laughs> up in the butt. It was it. They I, had
1: um now, that, isn't there 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 was one arcade game where you actually had to punch like a something and it determined how hard you hit like this face or something like there's yeah. there's some weird Japanese like slapping a butt or something like it's an actual silicone butt or something <laughs> like you slide it's an actual arcade game and I'm like okay
0: <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. yeah um you had Ninja Guided. Uh, the original one. It was a uh 2D kind of beat beat 'em up, but it was a side scroller that auto scroll. And then when you died, uh, if you didn't have any coins, your Huyabusi would be uh tied up, and <laughs> you would see the saw come down, and all these demons are looking at him, and his body is wiggling, just you know wanting you to come and uh you know save him. But the saw would touch his body, and it would oh. go all red. And he'd be like, "Oh!" And he'd just say, "Game <laughs> Make over." Make this agonizing, or that's like um, the death
1: game over screen in final fight where they're like trying to blow out the candle, counting <laughs> yeah. down, down, and then it gets to the end it just just this big explosion.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: they they became creative with game over screens back then.
0: Yes, they did. I know in Street Fighter, your character would be beat up, and then they'd be like nine, eight. Yeah, seven. (laughs) All
1: yeah, their face all beat up, and then that when they turn to zero, they're just
0: uh, like they're passing (laughs) over dead.
1: Like, put more quarters in here and try again. (laughs) Trying to sell it.
0: Um, the arcade art, uh, of. The cabinets looked a phenomenal for some of the games. Like, oh uh, yeah, um, definitely. Some, some of them would be like drawn, like very eighties inspired. Some of them they kind of would take pictures of real people and put them on on there. Uh, yeah. If you look at uh, Michael Jackson Moonwalker, that's kind of the first celebrity game. Uh, oh wow! Uh, like like platformer action game.
1: Yeah. That I didn't was that actually an arcade game? Yes, because I only I only ever saw it on the Genesis.
0: Genesis, yeah. Um, the arcade one, you were still seven kids, but it was on a Dayak, and you get to play like three Michael Jacksons.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah, check it out. You, you, yeah, I'll like check it that out.
1: Dude, I was a big fan of that Michael Jackson game back in the day, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was my brother's like first game with the Arthur beast added on. Uh, because yep. we would play Beast and I would beat that game inside out. Uh, but yeah, Michael Jackson, he got that, he got that for uh, Sega Genesis, and <laughs> I beat the game before he did, and I I got in trouble for that.
1: Oh, I bet so. Yeah, you turned into the big mech and everything. Yeah, perfectly timed when to do the special moves, so <laughs> it's maximum effect. Oh yeah, yeah. That, and- that classic.
0: And actually, you could. There's a power up I think, or a special. Like, uh, it's like an all bomb attack. So if you use the special in the arcade version, everybody dances. So the dog, yeah, uh, the enemies, all of them the dancing. zombies, yeah, and then they all die.
1: <laughs> they do Thriller. Yep, he kick him. He go woo. Kick, yeah. up, kick up, and then they just all fall over. <laughs> yeah, so satisfying.
0: Yeah. Um, Tetris was a big puzzle game in arcade, but. Most people recognize Tetris from uh, the Nintendo or for the Game Boy. Um, mm-hmm. I did play it because uh Well, Atari I think actually did the arcade version, but Tension bought a version of uh, for this for the Nintendo, um, and that was actually Atari when they stole the code for Nintendo games uh -hmm. it was making their own that's why you when you see the black cartridge and it's designed differently because that was atari being (laughs) a different publisher uh yeah yeah they did that and shinobi i'm like oh wow that's why. yeah yeah that's why that tension tetris game is probably about maybe twelve thousand dollars or something like that like it's very expensive um yeah no doubt yeah uh So Killer Instinct, and moving a little bit to the 90s, um, Killer Instinct was kind of a combo-heavy game. You did have fatalities, but they weren't as uh, Mortal Kombat. Um, And this used like a CGI rendering effect uh, from Rare. uh, And combo-based, because you would be able to uh, start a combo, that would be four hits, and you could go up to almost 78 to 90-some hits. And you would hear the announcer say Archer or Combo Breaker <laughs> and you would hear that over the arcade. And Orchid was like a very recognized character. She was like the only female in the game at that time. And people would definitely start her combo off with like a whirlwind attack and then go into her little like uh neon kind of batons. Uh but it yeah. was such the the game was that in order to like really win that game, you had to learn the combos. And you would press different powers and do different movesets, and they would all connect in that game. And that became the fighter inspiration for combos uh, of today in uh, fighting games. If you look at Mortal Kombat 3, um, because Midway published uh, um, of, of Killer Instinct, um, Mortal Kombat three started out where it still had that combo system, but you had to run into them and then hit high punch and then start your combo off there. So they they, they got the term uh dial in combos because you press the button like you was dialing the phone.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, but like I said, once PlayStation one came around and n sixty four and other modern systems came out, the uh, arcade slowly started dying. Um, And the only way they would started being uh, having a big presence is that they would be putting these big uh, uh, arcade kind of cabinets. So driving, uh, shooting. Uh, If you look at Luigi's Mansion or Mario Kart at the arcade, those were the games that took over. Uh, And people would get mad at me if I didn't say this one: Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Two was Mm -hmm. kind of the like King of Fighters was good, but that was only in the SNK universe. To mix Street Fighter characters, uh, Capcom characters, and the Marvel Universe together, uh, like I said, you know, Killer Instinct being a combo-heavy game, this was the style, stylized flashy combos. So it still was technical, but you got the switch in between your tag team partners.
1: Yeah. especially Like you said, Marvel versus Capcom 2, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's a huge... That took a lot of different systems from many different fighters and like Mm -hmm. perfected them in a lot of ways and featuring like three different fighters you could have at a time like it was it was something special having all those properties together
0: yes yeah
1: it's awesome uh,
0: like i said later on uh the uh arcades ended up you know, kind of dying out, but now we have like barcades and places like Galloping Ghost, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that could or even uh nickel arcades that you still get that uh, arcade experience, but you just pay for a nickel. Um, a lot of the retro games of yonder, um, they're still uh are vibrant in those arcade games, but um, uh, right now a lot of them got moved to modern consoles. So like right. I mentioned earlier, the SNK collection. Uh, if you own a PS2 Capcom put out their arcade collection on this they did a volume 1 a volume 2 uh, ta- mm-hmm. uh, Taito they had a, leg- a Legends collection um, they got two of them on there um, Konami never did one and reason why Konami didn't do one is because they had a lot of licensed games so you wouldn't right. be able to do like they had like uh they had a fighter they had a uh, metamorphic force so they had that like their own beat 'em ups and stuff, but Konami did so much licensed game that half of those arcade games wouldn't be able to be put on disc. They would have to go to all those companies or owners who own uh that franchise in order to bring it to console, to right? Make it just like that. So, uh, Sega didn't do one because they got the Genesis collection. Right. Um,
1: you can play all those games on the Genesis collection. <laughs>
0: yeah. But see, like, people don't... Some people never played the arcade version. Hold on one second. Yes. All right. Uh-oh. 9.45? 9.45? uh There you go, uh, <laughs> live recording. Yep that that's how it works. That's how it works. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, th- 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 we're going to get to the end of it, uh, everybody. I do apologize for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's how Wait, this is be-
1: authentic right here, man. Yes. this is how it's done.
0: <laughs> I'm surprised my kids haven't run in yet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but a lot of of the modern consoles got arcade style games, but the actual arcade has kind of gone away. But there is hope. Like I said, visit your local barcade if you can. L- visit any kind of like Seven Eleven or something, um, and try out some arcades because I think there's younger, their players of now need to experience some games of old, olden days uh, that yeah. we experienced. And, it's
1: important. That's what's really cool about all these places is that like i said i bring my son there he gets to experience the wonder and excitement of being at an arcade cabinet versus Mm. just being in a couch at home you know there's something special about it that shouldn't be lost with today you know yes
0: so everybody that is the beauty of arcades josh i want to thank you for coming on go ahead and plug what would you like to plug (laughs) I'll just plug myself right now. I'm at minus the Brandt,
1: M-I-N-U-S-T-H-E-B-R-A-N-T. Like I said, my my co-host from Life of Gaming, Chris, we're going to look to be starting a new show soon, which I'll be sure to tell everyone about. And yeah, that's I mean, that's about it right now. I'm just playing games. And um, currently I'm writing for GeeksUnderGrace.com, which is a Christian-affiliated site, and we do reviews, previews, articles. and Yeah, it's it's a really awesome place. I like the team I work with there, and it's a lot of fun. So they have a podcast um, that I'll hopefully start guesting on soon, and yeah.
0: You know what? I would love to hear a Christian viewpoint about video games. Like, I, yeah, that's like it. I, I am a Christian, but I don't I, I view video games separate than a religious aspect. Uh, because there are some people who are like really hardcore Christian, and you know, video games are just a sin and all of this stuff, but it's just like, <laughs> well. Um, they teach morals and they teach a skill like there's a lot of stuff that's cool it
1: It looks at well yeah when you write the review or read the reviews it look we have to look at the spiritual impact if there Mm -hmm. is one some games are just about gameplay you can't really (laughs) talk get in depth with that but like you know there's like hellblade has tons of religious overtones in it that you can hit on and yeah our site pretty much if you're wondering about something like if there's too much swearing, we'll, you know, pick out where there's swearing or, you know, if you're worried about nudity or something, we could, you know, point out where there's nudity. So, you know, it's just another – it's like one of those sites where, you know, we, we love video games, but we can also, you know, if your kid's wondering about something, you can sort of say, hey, <laughs> this isn't appropriate for you at this time. So
0: that, I, that's why I like it a lot. I understand why the, the M – is on the case in the first place right
1: (laughs) specific instances so yep yeah that's what i've been doing
0: and uh you guys can find me on twitter at that retro code you can hear more optional opinion on soundcloud itunes google play and other podcast apps uh you can check out uh nintendo power block that i host with Corey and our xbox podcast arsenal x uh, we throw up the X and then we throw it down. Uh, you can check <laughs> yes, Corey down. Yes, uh, you can check Corey and Jesse and me. I actually I started now hosting that show and it, Arsenal X is so fun. I love talking about Xbox. Um, and you guys can check other uh, shows shows on uh, NGR Radio or nurse Gone dot com. Um, but yeah, that's gonna do it for the show. Thank you, Josh. Everybody, thank you for thank reading. You. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, come on anytime. You be like, Ed, I got an idea for a show that I, a topic that I want to talk about. You have free yeah. reign as always.
1: Yeah, you have. Have you played? Are you into the Souls games
0: much? I'm getting into it. I still have Bloodborne. I'm looking into Covenant, but that came out. But let me know what I need to pick up so we can have a discussion. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, play Bloodborne, man. I'd love to have a conversation on that and oh. <laughs> the significance of it.
0: I gotta try to get far in that game. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, right. <laughs> oh. I, I I gotta pick a uh, uh, Noah too or Neo. I gotta pick that one up Neo, too. Neo,
1: yeah. Uh, the souls born genre. I'd love to have a discussion with that. Oh so. yes.
0: Oh, let me yeah. know anytime. <laughs> anytime. So everybody, that would be it for the show. Uh, tune in next episode. My special guest Eric M. Hunter. He is giving the eulogy this year, and you guys need to hear this discussion. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> so uh yeah. we will see you guys uh actually we'll see you next episode. You guys will get this uh gotta get, get this one on Friday. Uh but you'll hear the new episode with uh Eric coming Saturday. So uh thank you guys for reading the beauty of video games. Uh hopefully I will see you guys next year uh, for volume four. Uh with that everybody, we are out. Bye. Bye.